Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. This is a, a bonus episode. I wanted to squeeze this one in and we're going to be talking about the brand new Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Um, well, obviously on the back of the trailer. And who really better to join me on, on this episode? Nat McCartney, once again, my good friend. We've obviously spoke about Fellowship and Two Towers. Return of the King is coming your way, don't worry. But I wanted to squeeze this in because we finally got his first look. Um, so we're going to just go over it, aren't we, mate? Absolutely. I may give Annan to the, the usual listeners and everything. Um, yeah, like obviously they got dropped um, early hours of Monday morning for like the UK uh, standard time guys. And then obviously just like across the entire globe and whatnot. And it's been very obviously highly anticipated, hasn't it, for quite some time now. Well, this is um, it, yeah. yeah with we just were... like all of the rumours. Yeah, yeah, and we, we've kind of like, much like Sauron's eye, we've been keeping an eye on this as it's been like going <laughs> uh, going along the motions and, and in production and such. Because, I mean, if we, if we go back to when it was first announced, what was it? Was it like 2019 or something that they first announced at Amazon or whatever? I, th- I definitely remember being you sort of like having um, a couple of chats and whatnot at the time. And I think you're right. I think it was 2019 when they first um, we're talking about like bidding for the rights to be able to yeah. like um, adapt from like most of the Cimmerillion and whatnot. Because um, uh, I think it was between either Amazon Prime or Netflix. I think they were the two top contenders for mm-hmm. the actual contract. And then, you know, Mr. Bezos clearly pulled out all the stops to make sure he got it. <laughs> exactly. um, so, yeah, it's, it's been a long time, like just from those early days of like the rumors, you know, the whispers in the dark. And everything. So, and and here we are. Like you know, se- is it second of September that they're looking to release it? Yeah, I believe it's the second of September. Um, it's it's one of those where I was kind of hoping the trailer would reveal a little bit more in in the sense of I don't know. I don't really know what I was expecting from the trailer, but it was what just just about a minute long. Um, we'd obviously yes. had a bit of pictures being released as well. You know, like still images from either if it was mm. posters or like actual images of the. Um, of the show itself and I just want to like quickly before we dive into talking about the the actual trailer and such like do you remember mm. how you felt at the time when this was announced like like for me I remember when they announced they were going to be doing a new Lord of the Rings related show obviously it's always a little bit you know ner- nervous as to what someone else is going to do because if Peter Jackson's not linked to it it's a little bit like oh, I don't know if it's going to be any good um mm. but at the same time it's unfamiliar territory, you know. What I mean, like it, it could be really, really great, you know. So uh, I, I always try to not prejudge too much, but it is still a little bit nervy. Yeah, definitely. I think you know. Once again, you know, the way that we've spoken about Lord of the Rings, and as your um, viewers know, you know, it's very near and dear to our hearts, and we've like grown up with this, and it's always been, you know, something between ourselves, like as a as a great bond of friendship. So to then have somebody, you know, completely away from anything that's been sort of Lord of the Rings um, since uh, sort of Jackson's um, vision back in the late 90s and then obviously the, the release of the, the, the first trilogy. Um, granted, you know, The Hobbit is its own kettle of fish yeah. that I'm sure your listeners definitely know we're not overly keen on, but... That's a, that's a different <laughs> different podcast yeah. <laughs> uh, episode, but I think it. I think my my main concerns when it was first announced was around, like you said, who's going to be taking the 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 main sort of like vision and direction of the the entire like 
you know, who's going to be overlooking it? And are they actually, you know, huge fans of just everything Tolkien? Because I think that's the the one thing that has always made, um, especially like the Lord of the Rings trilogy stand out the most is that it was a passion project yeah. and it wasn't, you know, yes, they were out to make money, you know, that's, that's the film industry, but like Jackson came from it from such love and such heart and, you know, and then that filtered down right through to like the, the cast and the crew of the entire like uh, trilogy to the point of where they still talk so fondly of the experience. And like, there's never been a scandalous thing where somebody's come out and said, I absolutely hate my time on there. Yeah. Uh, rare to hear like, bad words about the whole process of the Lord of the Rings. The other thing that does gripe me um, from the, the the trailer that came out is that they're calling it the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, but then they had the, the three sort of little taglines like within the trailer saying um, before... Um, Oh, I can't remember them exactly, oh, was, but there was, was one that was um, like... Before the Fellowship, bef- before the King, and then before the Ring. Yes. So, and that griped me. Thank you for reminding me. And that griped me a little bit because it's like, hmm, if it's supposed to be before the Ring and it's the whole idea of the, like... And from, like, a couple of the, the YouTube videos that I've been watching where people have been analysing, like, a lot of, like, the... Um, the still images of like you know the 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 really sort of like beautifully sort of just like beautiful artwork of the the different like uh, peoples of Middle Earth like yeah. posters, but then also from the stills that they're supposed to be this 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 huge like I think it's about two thousand years or so of time that that can happen of like what they can focus on that even ha- that all takes place before. Um, Sauron as um, Anatar, I think, if I remember correctly, you know, goes to Celebrimbor in his fair elven form to deceive him, to get the Rings of Power created. You know, there's so much time and everything before that even happens. And it's just like, why call it Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings is literally about Sauron and his one ring. It does not need the tagline of, well, it doesn't need the title of the Lord of the Rings attached to it. Just have it as its own thing. And I think that's my only gripe about it so far. I've seen people uh, discussing at length about like particular stills of characters from particular races, maybe not having beards or having beards or whatever. (laughs) And you know what? It's like, you've also got to remember that, you know, there is that creative freedom around like, you know, that, these races are, you know, to add a bit of like reality within these imaginary like races that exist in this world that Tolkien created, there is a bit of creative freedom there. Yeah. Like, and what I'm excited about is to see what they do with that. Yeah. Um, well, this is what it, about yourself? I, well, for me, like, I think that it's like we've, like we've, like we've spoke about a lot before we've actually come to record this in the sense over the, over the years of this being made, like, 
it's mainly like my uncertainty that is someone else going to do it justice. Like we'd we'd already had mm. um, such a bit of a like I say a bumpy ride with the Hobbit. I like that. I'm I'm always open for new interpretations. Like you say, more creative freedom with people to be able to mm. to take on such a big well, it's a big task, isn't it? This is like it's going to have huge yeah. scrutiny on it. So fair play to them for that. I just hope that it lives up to the hype. Basically, is what is what I would. And I, and I'm not sure what the hype actually is. In fairness, because there is excitement there. Like I am. <laughs> I, I am excited to see something new because it's stuff that we've not seen before, actually, not visually on mm. screen. Um, like you've already mentioned, the series is primarily, uh, I did some research as well just to like make sure I had everything as well, but I was like making notes that it's <laughs> sure, primarily based on the appendices of Lord of the Rings and it's mainly focusing mm. in that second age, which is, as you've said, so long before the actual events, yeah. so long before the actual events of Lord of the Rings that there is so much room for, for sheer, just like excellent storytelling. And as long as they get that right... I'm not expecting all the actors and actresses to be absolutely 10 out of 10 necessarily because a lot of these people are going to be unknown actors. And again, I like yeah. that, that they've gone for more unknown actors to play their parts rather than just be like, all right, we'll cash in, we'll get big names, get Sam Jackson and he always wants to be in film, like, you know, get, get someone like that in kind of thing just yeah. to kind of, yeah, of course. draw people in. The trailer, I wish, like I say, would have showed us a little bit more. I, I wasn't, I, I, wanted, I wanted to come out of it, of the trailer and be like, Okay, I'm really excited. Whereas after watching the trailer, yes, I was just like, okay, yes, I completely agree with you. And I think it, yeah, it left me sort of wanting more, but not like almost like with more questions rather than like yeah. excitement. If that makes sense, yeah. I felt like okay, well, you've shown us all these little tidbits of of like particular sort of storylines that I'm guessing are going to be within the first like sort of series and the episodes that will be kind of released um, in September. But there's been no real inclination on like what storylines they're going to be yeah. focusing on whether, or like how far back they're going to start. Yeah, because I'm sorry, I, I was just saying whether they do eventually release another trailer to maybe show a little bit more, which I'm, I'm sure they will. Obviously, the closer we get to September, yeah. the more the more footage we'll probably see. Um, just it would have been nice to have maybe a, a bit of a longer trailer because I don't think a minute for, for for a lot of people like me and you that are very curious more than anything. I, I'd say curious mm. is the top of the like in terms of hype. It's more curiosity, and I think that they, yes. they just didn't deliver on that front. But that's not to say that from what I saw in the trailer that I was like, um, oh no, it was you know a bit bit rubbish, blah blah blah. Like I, I thought that some of the some of the actual visuals that we got and and some of the like monsters or whatever that we're going to see in this looked really really good like i thought you can tell that they've put a lot of money behind it um which is for something mm. like this you are gonna have to spend a fair bob aren't you to, to make it as you know captivating and gripping yeah definitely and to be fair because they've they've kind of leaked the or like spoken to people like um, mainly the showrunners um have kind of explained that they've already got it greenlit for five seasons yeah like you say i just i hope they take their time with like unfleshing like different sort of characters. Um, you know, I guess that's the one thing. As long as they're staying, it's quite, well, actually, no, um, I'll rephrase that. It's quite difficult to stay truthful to um, some particular characters because the way that Tolkien writes a lot about particular um, characters within the Second Age is very almost like in a historical context. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's more of like, you know, so-and-so uh, did X, Y, and Z. And, you know, there's not the same kind of brevity of like discussion and 
uh, dialogue and you know the descriptive nature to it all in the same way as like you would expect in like Lord of the Rings and you know like the accounts of like you know say for example like Frodo mm. discussing at length with Sam about like the Shire as an example. So I guess that's where they they will have that movement of creative freedom. Yeah, but I definitely. guess as long as the sort of like the the base kind of like guess like beliefs and like sort of um ideals that like say particular like races would have so like the elves or like the yeah. dwarves then i guess there's there's not much that can go wrong yeah i would just i'm just i guess like you say the curiosity is more of like where they're going to go with it how far they're going to span back to me the one thing i would really like to see is the kind of political landscape of Numenor, which is, mm. um, you know, like sort of where Elendil and Isildur span from as being like the the last sort of like people of Numenor that come over to Middle-earth yeah. during the Second Age. Because like Numenor is essentially Tolkien's Atlantis. You know, it's the, the island that gets sunk because they try to have eternal life like the elves and try to... Um, some of the ones who were like corrupted by Sauron on there decide to try and take over the Undying Lands and whatnot. Even though um, Arua Luvatard, you know, said that they should never, like, after some things that happened, that they were never to sail west in the same way that the elves were allowed to. Yeah. And that's why the the entire island was sunk. So it'd be really interesting to see that because there's so much scope there around the different kings. Yeah. But once again, it's over like potentially like 2000 years of like time. Yeah. Um, so it's like how, like, I guess that's one of my main worries is how are they going to span that either into yeah. the five seasons that they've definitely been greenlit for or will they continue to keep on expanding into season? The There's so much scope. There, there, there really is. Yeah, you touched upon the years of it, like the second age again <laughs> from my research again. As you can tell, I've been really on it today for prep. It lasted for 3,441 years the second age lasted. There you go. Um, it's like uh, for... for, for any listeners that aren't familiar with obviously the second age the the end of the second age is what you see at the start of lord of the rings when you see sauron be defeated um yes. with the last lines of elves and men that's where the second age ends so like you say all before all, all of that to try and if they if they are aiming to go up to that point which i definitely think they should i definitely think we should see that granted and again that'll be another if they do ever show that battle we're always going to probably compare it to Jackson's take on it, which is, which of course. Let's, just, let's just be honest. So they're going to get that out there straight It's going away. to happen. Yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like there's all that time before that, that there's so much that we can, we can see. And that, and that is more excitement with that. Like I say, cause I always love to see things that we've never seen before. And obviously I don't know, everything and everything about Lord of the Rings. I know, like I said, this is why I brought you on because you're, you know, the master. Um, so, like, it's, it's interesting enough for me as well because I know bits and bobs, like I said, mainly about the ages, but this, it does have me excited. It's just, that it's, like I said, it's more curiosity at the same time because I just want it to be good because now, in this day and age with Netflix and HBO and such, we've already had such fantastic shows like Game of Thrones and now The Witcher that people are going to be comparing mm. them to, to whatever this is. And I think that Lord of the Rings always yeah. has to stay and above in whatever it does but i just want i don't want it to flop that's it i just want it to flop <laughs> yeah i completely agree with you and i think the the clinch of the show is going to be what kind of content they're going to have yeah. as well 
And when I mean content, I mean around like sort of the the age rating appropriateness. Because um, like obviously the Lord of the Ring films were, um, you know, for most part, I mean, Fellowship of the Ring, how it ever got down to PG is beyond me. Um, me still to this day when I watch it, I'm I like, how, how is this a PG? <laughs> like, even I'm scared now. Like, I'm like, what is this? Like, <laughs> It's just the like the the first decapitation that Aragorn <laughs> does in, in like Barlin's tomb. How can that be PG? Yeah, um, but like people are just there, just like is that? Yeah, it's fine. Are you sure? No, nah, PG. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's so quick. It's so quick. It's fine. Um, but on average, you know, it's like a, a twelve or twelve A. So yeah. in that kind of sense, it's like. I think I, I saw a video where they were saying about it's going to be um, TV 14 or something like okay, that, okay. which means that it's not going to be as um, as explicit as such shows as as like The Witcher or Game of Thrones. And I think that is a good thing yeah. that they've decided to do because although, yes, like there's particular sort of content that is truthful to like the world or truthful to like you know in the same kind of vein of like Tolkien was showing you know like this very kind of like medieval kind of lifestyle that yes there are then also in his kind of mindset of keeping it as like open and um available to so many people I think if they put stuff in that's going to then exclude like a younger audience they are doing themselves a disservice there mm. um because you know when i first watched the fellowship of the ring i was 10 and yeah. i was absolutely like amazed by it and I, I would love for 10 year olds of like the generation now to be able to get a hold of like this particular show and be like oh my god this is amazing as well and i almost give them the same kind of like buy into like intrigue and like just need for more in the same way that i had and i think if it was any higher than that uh that rating of 14 they would be shooting themselves in the foot it's an excellent point that you made just about like this is going to be like a new generation of young kids first bite of lord of the rings so i think it's yeah you hit the nail on the head anyways with that anyways because this will be like people like some kids first introduction to it and I just like like you said, mm. if, if they get the same kind of reaction to what you did, to what I did, to what many others did when we first saw Lord of the Rings, that's that's it and it job done. Tick, you know what I mean? That that's 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 gotta be gotta be first and foremost something they've gotta be thinking of behind the scenes. They need to really run with that at least. Yeah, absolutely. And all we can sort of wait for is for September. Yeah. Um, you know, some people have been very divided with like the the sort of things that have been said about the show or like you know the artwork or the trailer saying that either it's going to be naff or it's going to be great and it's like you all just need to just take a chill pill on either side of the fence and just wait for september because at the end of the day if you've got such a a strong negative thought about it that's like it's going to be terrible or you've got like almost like a hyper excitedness for it end of the day the end goal is and that's the 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 fallacy of it all is that you on either side of the fence you're still going to watch it to a degree yeah 
And I always say that if, if you go in sometimes like almost gunning to not like something, you're not going to like it. So you may as well just wait yeah. and see. Like I said, I think that I, I'm always the same. There's loads of stuff that's coming out this year that I've seen the trailers for and gone, oh, I'm not sure on that. But I'll go watch it because it, it could be just a bad trailer, you know. And I don't, and that's not saying that this Lord of the Rings trailer was bad. Just want a little bit more. That's that's all I can ask for. But I'm still, Absolutely. still obviously going to watch it. And, and like you said, all we can do is wait until... September. Um, my final point, really, just talking about um, in terms of excitement for it, is that I was mm-hmm. looking at who's directing episodes and such. Um, so there's Wayne Chi Yip, who has done a few Doctor Who episodes, which obviously again, okay, he's, I, I'm excited to see what he can do with with this. But the main name that jumped out to me, which is who's directing episodes one and two, is J. A. Boyana, and he really, really is a fa- like a fantastic director. He directed The Impossible that came out a few years ago about the the Sun oh yeah, Army. okay, um, but most more recently he directed the latest Jurassic world film fallen kingdom which did divide um a few people but he brought this like horror element to it which i thought was really really good because uh, he did the orphanage as well so it was kind of like oh right new. okay yeah so i'm quite excited to see his name attached to it at least a couple of episodes at least um and yeah then definitely I've got, and there's a uh, charlotte brandstrom who's directing another two which is a swedish film uh, swedish film director so this will be my first introduction to her work but um okay but yeah there's some interesting names anyways being attached to these episodes so we we are i think we're in for something visually pleasing anyways with these names so it's just a case of if the story fits you know what i mean like i just want the storytelling to be good yes absolutely and you know that's just going to be a mixture of like the writers that they have on board as well as like how well these directors can translate from yeah from screenplay to or TV play to uh, to the the actual uh, to the actual screen. Yeah. In that sense, but all we can do is wait. Yeah. And like you said, let's go in it. Let's go in with it in an open mind. Absolutely. It was just really lovely to get you on to really chat about this, anyways, because uh, obviously we've we've spoke about it in text or you know when whenever we've been together or whatever. But it's just nice to kind of uh, yeah do this little bonus episode to discuss and dissect what we've seen and just our thoughts on it. Um, but I, I'm 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 curious and uh, and like yeah, like I said, I'm not going in thinking it's going to be terrible. I think it, I think we we might be pleasantly pleasantly surprised. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. But mate, and honestly, it's always a pleasure. I'm looking forward to um, sorting out getting Return of the Kingdom, which we definitely will, listeners. So don't worry, that will be coming. Yes, we will. It won't take as long as the last one in terms of the length between the Fellowship episode <laughs> and the Two Towers. We will try and get this done as soon as. But um, as always, mate, pleasure having <laughs> you on this episode. Thank you very much for having me, buddy.